Southeast Radio's Business Matters with Carl Fitzpatrick. While Stephen Nolan, the Managing Director of Nutritics, has been shortlisted in the emerging category of the EY Entrepreneur of the Year programme. With a greater focus on allergens and food consumption, Nutritics Food Data Service has proved to be a hit with hospitality businesses all over the world. And Stephen joins us now to tell us about the story behind the company's success. Stephen, you might start the interview by providing us with an insight into your own background. Great, yeah, I suppose I started back many moons ago in the world of corporate finance, um, believe it or not. So I studied, I studied commerce and then a master of finance and then um, went over to London, actually, and worked um, worked for a number of years with with an Australian investment bank. And from there, I, I moved back from London and, and spent a short time in, in the world of accounting in, in, in Dublin, but really with the with an eye to, to finding um, a business that, that I felt had, had a, a huge amount of potential and I was at, at a very early stage and, and hopefully some of my skills in terms of business and corporate finance could help and, and that's where the, the marriage with Nutritics happened. And what was it that attracted you to the role of managing director with Nutritics? So I met Damien and Kieran and, and, and Damien, Damien and Kieran O'Kelly. Damien had an original uh, idea to, that he felt that athletes... Uh, could understand more about the, the food that they were eating. He was working with Commonwealth athletes at the time. And his brother, Kieran was, was a software developer. And he said to, he said to Kieran, Kieran, is there any chance you could develop me out a software program that can help me manage my athletes better and understand what they're eating? And as I said, at, at the time, I was, was, was working, I suppose, mentoring a couple of startups. And, and, and I met Damien and Kieran. And I was just blown away by by the level of, of sophistication and detail that they, they had around food and how it was consumed and managed. And we we spoke for, for quite some time about well, what could we actually do with this. And we, we reckoned that there was a huge opportunity within the, the food and hospitality industry in a world where one third of, of all meals are consumed outside of the home but still there's quite a gap in understanding around well, what are we as an end customer actually eating when we go outside the home. So, so we kind of took that original idea, I, I suppose, an early software um, uh, technology that, that was kind of focused on, on looking at what athletes are eating and saying, well, let's, let's actually use that and use the food data to support hospitality businesses with, with helping both them and their end customers understand what's in the food. Fast forward to today and talk to us about the service that you now provide. Yeah, so we, we provide our technology into, into hospitality and, and food businesses, and we help them, I suppose, take the, the complicated supply chain information that they receive into their business every day. So information around, the, the as their name would suggest, nutrition and allergens of food, but also details around the provenance how the food has travelled, what the carbon footprint of the food is, really any information and certifications associated with the food. We take that into our technology and help them build the the ideal recipe and menu offering for their customers. So is is it profitable for the business? Does it have the right mix of dietary requirements that the customers may require in terms of gluten-free options, vegetarian and so on? Um, and then we help them take that information kind of back of house and communicate it to their end customers. 
so they can print a label with that information on it that contains all of the ingredients or they can send that information to the website or they can send it to an, an ordering app or they can send it to their their point of sale system. Really kind of anywhere where, where you and me as an end consumer of food consume food data, there's a good chance that that, that, that information has come from our technology. Mainstream adoption will be driven either by regulation or by customers. So is it the younger demographic that are going to drive that mainstreaming of the market here? Well, there's, there's a bit of both. So regulation is, is, is coming. Um, in the UK, uh, they will be one of the more advanced regulatory markets. And I suppose even in the last year, there's been two pieces of key legislation that have been introduced. The first one was commonly known as Natasha's Law, which, which followed on from the very tragic story of, of the lady who bought a sandwich in, in Press um, in, in Heathrow Airport and, and, and it didn't have sesame declared on the, on the, the label and, and, and tragically she, she passed away as a result of eating that sandwich on, on, on a flight. So this, there's now a requirement in the UK for, for any food label that is produced um, on a product that is pre-packaged, I suppose, the package before you buy it to contain details of the ingredients um, within that and the allergens, which is, which is quite, quite, quite a significant regulatory move, I suppose, there's quite a lot of detail required in that. And then also, perhaps more simply and more recently, um, there's been a, a legislation introduced around calories on menus in the UK for any businesses that employ over 250 people. So the regulatory movement, I suppose, is there and, and the UK will be certainly far ahead but it is really the end customer that, that, that is driving our business. People, people really want to understand, and, and particularly, I suppose, if, if I'm kind of to, to pick a, a cohort of, of, of customers, it, it's that younger demographic that really kind of wants to engage in, in, in movements such as clean eating or, or eating in, in perhaps a, a particularly dietary preference or style that's, that's not only suits their, their, their medical requirements, but also their lifestyle and I suppose the, the legacy they want to, to leave behind. So in a nutshell, Stephen, your technology is enabling hospitality businesses to inform their own clients about nutrition, allergens and provenance of the food that they're serving. So how are you collecting and collating that data? So we would work with the supply chain of, of really all, all of our clients to, to, to both engage and, and collect that information. And, and there's quite a sort of smart algorithms in the, in the background that, that really focuses on the accuracy and reliability of, of this information. So if you take something as, as serious as allergens, if, if you get that information wrong, you know, the, 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 the consequences of that are, are, can, be, can be quite drastic. So our, our technology not only I suppose, gathers the data, but but also actually gathers it in, in a in a unique way that that I suppose is, ensures that that information is, is is accurate and reliable. So I suppose if you if I kind of give you a couple of local examples, if you walk into the Southeast uh, Technological University um, and and ask for for more information about what you're eating um, in a, in a kind of educational setting, or if you walk into Arkeen um, stores then in, in, in Waterford, the, the, the information there, either on the labels or, or, or as part of maybe an allergen booklet and so on, would, uh, would be coming from our, our technology, which we would, would take from the, the, the supply chain. So what options then are available to your clients in the hospitality sector and how to communicate that data to their own clients? There's quite a number of ways, I suppose, that you can, you can communicate uh, this. I, I'd say we would, we would kind of Primarily, be, be, be digital first. So, for example, if you go on, 
if you go on the Wagamama website or on the, the um, any of the large pub groups or restaurant groups in the UK, a lot of the information on their website or a lot of the information that, that, that you'd see maybe ordering through Deliveroo or Just Eat w- would originate with our, with our technology. And then kind of as you move kind of away, away from digital into more of a paper world, you can, you can print out food labels on our technology or you can quite simply just print out, print out paper reports as well that, that you can declare where the allergens, um, allergens are. And Stephen, increasingly consumers are interested in the carbon footprint of what they're eating. So what are you doing in that particular space? Yeah, this is really an emerging area. It's an incredibly exciting area. It's unexplored and really the end customer wants to understand more about what they're, what they're eating. Very, very little is understood about this area. And we have developed a technology that, that we've got as far as patenting the methodology around assessing measuring and reporting on the carbon footprint of what you're eating so so the next time you you, you maybe go in for your your uh, your lunch in, in the Zeddy Syntec uh, University we'd be able to, to tell you well what is the exact carbon impact of of the, the burger and chips in front of you and as well where the market is at the moment we we will give you the number in terms of the the, the I suppose the, the the technical impact, but then it's also important. There's an important education piece around sort of normalising that. Well, what does that mean for me? Does it mean that it's equivalent to a, a, a three-minute shower, or is it equivalent for me driving from Wexford to Cork, or whatever the particular impact is? So, so we have a role there in society, I suppose, not only to to kind of assess the carbon impact and 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 help our hospitality clients report on that impact and how it's improving over time but also the end customer and help the end customer actually understand more about what the impact is on the planet of of what they are eating. And has Nutritics carved out a successful export aspect to the business and if so what factors have contributed to the success in this respect? About 95% of our business is actually export-led because if you think of the Irish hospitality sector, it, it, it will be a lot of kind of local local individual restaurant operators, whereas when you move to the UK or the US or Australia, there's a much, much greater, I suppose, multi-site presence. So we would do about 60% of our business in the, in the UK, and then the balance will be between the US, the Middle East and, and Australia. The business has been shortlisted in the emerging category of this year's EY Entrepreneur of the Year programme. So what motivated you to apply this year and what has been your experience of the programme to date? To be involved in that programme, to be quite honest, is, is incredibly inspiring because because you can look at look at who's involved in it before and, and, and it's, it's really quite humbling to be to be um, involved in, in, in such a prestigious event. So so it was really, really kind of with with that in mind, I suppose that that uh, gaining access to, to that alumni network and, and really trying to, to learn and and garner some more expertise from 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 those who have, have done it before and, and are doing it at the moment was really a a key a key factor for for me. I was keen for keen I suppose to to, to do that and, and look at you know it's about there everyone everyone wants to win I suppose but but for me it, it, it's really about um, gaining, as well as gaining that extra insight and expertise, and 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 you know maybe maybe I might have one or two one or two smart things to to, to say to others as well. But um, 
but um, no, it's, it's really benefiting from that network. And as we look to the future, what are your growth plans for the business over the next three to five years? We have a tremendous opportunity for our business where we're in a world where people want to know more and more about what they're eating. And it, it's a market, I suppose, that, that, um, that there's quite high barriers to, to entry in terms of getting supply chain information and really understanding the complica- complications around it. So for us, we're now very much in scaling mode. We still feel there's quite a significant opportunity in the UK. There's, there's, there's thousands of multi-site operators over there that, that, that can benefit from our technology. And then as we move in, into 2023, in particular towards the end of 2023, we will really turn our attention to the US and really, really I suppose, replicate what, what we've done in other markets. And finally, Stephen, is Nutritics being built as an acquisition target? We're all very much enjoying and excited by by the journey. And at some point in the future, I I, I am sure we'll 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 kind of maybe look towards that. But it's certainly not uh, certainly not in our, in our short to medium term plans. There's, there's too much excitement, too much opportunity, and um, to, to to simply step away from it now. Well, if you've just tuned in, that was Stephen Nolan from Nutritics, and we wish Stephen and the team every success with their growth plans. Southeast Radio's Business Matters with Carl Fitzpatrick. Southeast.